hello, and thank you for joining The Real Mo Show. And of course, I'm yours truly, Mo. This is just going to be usually a 25 to 30 minute, just conversation, me talking to me. (laughs) And I wanted to encourage you to really consider some of the key points to the topic for me on The Real Mo Show. You'll hear some words sometimes come out a little Southern because I am from Dallas, Texas. So just to let you know, (laughs) again, thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate you listening. And maybe this will spark something or encourage you in some way. Have you ever experienced some of the most amazing accomplishments after so much hard work, so much isolation, so much dedication and you try to share it with certain people or you try to share it uh, to an individual that expressed that they really are your right hand man they're really your right hand woman um, very supportive and encouraging and it appears as if They were so supportive and they shown uh, financial support, sometimes emotional support, but it was something they were interested in when you were on the journey to get to one of these most amazing spaces in life where you wanted to be. So basically they were the cheerleader if they felt you were not competition or you did not supersede them in some way I always believe that your journey or your mission or your dream that God gives you is meant for you People ask me a lot, you know, do you compare your podcast to other podcasts? Do you compare your life to other people's lives? And my answer is no, because I could never be them and they could never be me. So why put yourself through so much turmoil and trauma and sadness when This is not something that you have to compete about. Dreams are individually assigned by God. And you strive towards satisfying that feeling of peace and accomplishment for yourself. So my question or thought is... I think when someone supports you through the process or to a certain place in the journey, they're going to either step off or get left. I think because now, because you're starting to see progress and when you're sharing your success, daily success stories, they become jealous. They may not say that, but they back up. When it comes, you know what? I can really use your help on this. Oh, I'm busy. I don't want to hear your mouth if I mess that up. I don't want to, you know, no. And I'm the kind of person that if I can help you and that's something I want to do, I'm in there a thousand percent. But I'm not going to be indecisive and tiptoe around and all. No, I don't. That's too. I don't like chaos. At this point in life, I don't want to deal with chaos. So if I feel a certain way about your journey, I ask God to give me peace about it or let me just be adult enough or mature enough to step away from it and focus on my journey. Because again, my thoughts are that everybody has their own journey, dream, road, and I don't think it's fair to compare compare your journey. Y'all heard it compare, right? Because I'm from Texas. (laughs) 
to compare your journey to someone else's. But I've noticed something that has, it was really, really hurtful to me because you can be supportive and be there as I'm going through the journey because I don't think people believe that you're going to accomplish that. I don't think they think you're going to get to your dream. I think in the back of their minds, or maybe you've even ignored these signs that they're jealous of your fight. They're jealous that you're a go-getter. They're angry because you have a strategic plan and a hell of a relationship with God and you're making it happen. There are places where so-called supporters will help in certain spaces. And I think that they help in certain spaces because they really don't believe you're going to do it. They really don't believe that you're going to accomplish or get there. Now, mind you, I don't have a problem with not believing in my own path or having doubt in my own journey. But some people have the tendency to create this facade or this imaging that they're a thousand percent down for you and you're dreaming where you're trying to go until they are not a priority. (laughs) Let's say that again. People will support that you think have your back until they're not a priority. Let me give you an example. You go into a party, you have an event, you're invited. You go every year. You've always gone every year. You know, you, you look forward to it until you discover that you are now um, a business owner. You are now a CEO and you're excited. But in reality, you realize, oh man, in order to do this, because I'm a solo entrepreneur, I have to do this. If I don't do this, it won't get done. Now, in the big big picture of the scheme of things, of course, you'll get, you know, part-timers or 1099s or employees or full-timers. And your big goal is to have more than one location. You already have an, an e-commerce online. Now you're a brick and mortar. Okay, those are two things that you're handling. Let's slow down. Hold on. Let me, let me get organized. Let me get this together. So when events and engagements come up that you want to go to, that you're willing to step back for a sec to take a breath and go, hey, you know, let's go to this concert, let's go to this event. And and they're not interested because it's not a priority to them. So you say, okay, well, I'll just focus on my business. I got so much to do. So you focus on it. Now they come to you saying, oh, hey, by the way, I want to go do this. And you say, Unfortunately, I won't be able to participate because I got some things I need to do at the shop or some things I got to do at the office or some things I need to focus on uh, for the business. Now it becomes a, well, I don't want to do nothing. Then you really don't see the response because in your mind, you're thinking, I guess they're, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what they think. It really doesn't matter that they're upset about it. Because when I asked, it didn't matter to them. So, okay, fine. To me, that's absolute immaturity. I think Prince, I love Prince, said it the best. Act your your age, not your shoe shoe size. I'm going to get it out in a minute. (laughs) Act your age and not your shoe size. I understand now, even though that was a song, throwback song back in the day. I love that song. But that was true. I think in order to, I know to be an entrepreneur, a business owner, you have to be mature. You have to have strength enough to say, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to tell you why. The reason why you have to follow um, the road to your dream and complete the steps and processes as a business owner is because nobody else is going to do it. It's like a baby. Your business or your businesses are your babies, your kids, your children, especially if you're an empty nester. 
as an empty nester, you're, you've raised your children, you've raised your grandkids. Now it's your turn. If you truly grab a hold to your dream, truly grab a hold to the things that you've always wanted to do, you as a priority, not other people, other things, but you, you start to say, oh, no, I appreciate the invite, but no thanks. And they're going to have to get over it. Or if they don't get over it, you might have to just make, you know, make you a true priority and just move on down the road to your journey and let them go after theirs. One of the things that I've also noticed is that, and, and, and as I said at the beginning, everybody has their own journey, but you have to make your dream priority. They're making their dream priority. Another thing is that you're a go-getter. You're going to go make it happen. You and God are going to make it happen. Don't sit with people who practice insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and over for years, expecting different results, sitting in one space, whining and complaining about it. And then this is one thing that I'm guilty of and something that I'm going to stop doing. I, As a manager, I manage a lot of things. I love managing it because I love the success story. I love watching people get on the road to where they want to go. And I was an asset or I was a, uh, I helped them in the process. That means a lot to me. That's rewarding to me. That's encouraging for me. Um, but one thing I'm really, I've become tired of is fighting people who hire me for their for the service that I offer and they fight me on it every day. To me, that's a waste of time. If you want to go through the process on your own, I can go do something else because I have so many irons in the fire and so many dreams that I'm going after. There's so many things in my heart and in my mind that I have not even spoken, but I've always wanted to do. Prime example, speaking it out loud, I'm a playwright. I love plays. I love drawing a picture. I love developing a story that is visual, that includes uh, humans and people. And, and I love writers and um, I love composing music, but I really love writing the, the thought or the imaging, not just as an author, but a play, um, taking uh, the stages and taking the creating the scores that are aligned with the scenes. And I love that. I love that, but I've never met anyone who has that same passion. So instead of looking for someone else who has my same passion, I drive my own passion. I am a Sagittarian woman and I go and get it. I drive it. Now, I can be kind of rough in my delivery. I do admit and I do apologize for that, but that's all I apologize for. I don't think you suppose you are supposed. I I don't believe you're supposed to apologize for the fact that you are following your dream. Um, I believe that people who cannot keep up do not belong there. Um, I think it's very, very, very hurtful when you have to make tough decisions, but you have to make decisions for you. You ask God about the directives and the, the decision to make it, but you know in your good in your heart that you have to make those decisions. Um, I think one thing that I've noticed that some people in a relationship will make decisions for themselves and not even give a damn if they consider you one way or the other, because ultimately they're responsible for their happiness just like you are. So what we need to do, and I say especially as women, we need to start making ourselves accountable for our dreams and our goals and our accomplishments and not apologize for it. Uh, some people love traveling and you say you don't want to go. They're going anyway. You know why? Because that makes them happy. I'm learning to do that. Um, one thing that is important to me is little things are important to me. I have that personality. Um, I'm an extroverted introvert. Yeah, that. And uh, Myers-Briggs, I took the test, so that's how I kind of came up with that. But I love doing things outside. I love doing things like simple things, going bowling, uh, dart tournaments, and yeah, stuff like that. It's so fun for me. I don't shoot pool very well, but hey, I'll try. But at the same time, the things that are important to me have never been satisfied in quite some time. Um, and I know what I want to do. I know what I want to 
uh, how I want to live my life. I want to you know, go through the dreams and personal accomplishments that I want through with a fine-tooth comb and get as close as I can to that accomplishment. But at the same time, you have to remember that you are a priority. Um, everybody is not going to make your dream and what you're doing a priority. And when someone, they're happy doing what they love. They're happy when they're around their people. They're happy around when they're, they're, they're around their friends or their associates. But what makes you happy, they, they tend to ignore. Or I just think they don't have the mental capacity that you have as an entrepreneur and as a go-getter to actually satisfy you and what you're looking for on a daily basis when it comes to um, the small things, you know? Um, a lot of people, me being a brick and mortar owner now, a lot of people will say that what they're gonna contribute, but when it comes to the sweat equity, they don't. If you have someone that's supposed to support your dream and you're trying to support their dream and everything that comes out of their mouth is negative, that's not your supporter. That's your hater. Let's say that again. If they're not willing to support your dream, and it's not always about money, and sometimes what equity is what you try to put into it, if you, they're making excuses about it now because you're elevating. They're making excuses about helping you because their mind is not there. Because you were making them a priority. Now you're switching and going, you know what? I'm off track. Let me get back on track. You know, this dream is coming true. I'm going after this. Um, another thing is that don't feel bad when you go out and do things that you want to do that benefit your business or that benefit you uh, on your path or your journey to your dreams. Don't feel ashamed or sad. I, I, I've done that all my life. I've done that where I feel bad because I want to travel. Then, you know, you have supporters who don't just want to sit in one spot or they don't make you a priority when you do things in life but when their kids adult kids do they break their neck to get there you know it's just misalignment and my thing about it is i'm not and if you're anything like me i'm not gonna back down at this point in life i'm not i'm not i've been called bougie i've been called uh self-centered i've been called selfish I just don't have to walk around supporting the world when the world doesn't support me. I'm a priority. I am a priority. I'm an adult. My children are adults. Those young people are young adults that make their own decisions, whether it's right or wrong. I will support you to a degree, but if you don't respect me or support me in my dream, I don't, I, I don't have you. I ain't got you. You do what you do and you be happy doing it. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. See you when I see you. That's a decision that I made for myself. But I'm fighting a decision where haters are closer than what you think they are. And see, I have the audacity to tell you what I think. And if I think that you are living on a one-income life and expected to be a seven-figure a millionaire, it ain't gonna happen. Let's just be real, it ain't gonna happen. So if you're not willing to change your platform or your strategic plan and go after what you want, don't hate on people who are doing that. And for for and for us that are accomplishing, let's keep accomplishing and enjoying the ride. Whether you want to or not or not, those haters and those naysayers and those leeches are going to fall off they are going to fall off whether you want them to or not because ultimately I think when the universe and God says this is for you and that's not he's going to make sure that goes away and it's going to hurt or you'll try to figure out what the heck happened don't try to figure it out trust the process and know that you have bust your butt to get to where you are and you deserve to be where you are and make your dream a priority. And God will send people, and this is what I believe, you don't have to be spiritual for this, but this is my opinion. I feel God will send people and align you with people that will 
help you, people that will give you information, people that will support you. And those haters and naysayers, again, will just fall off. So you're finally on your journey. If you're anything like me, I got gray hair. I've been at this a minute. I never thought it would happen until recently. When I thought it would happen and I believed it was going to happen, it's happening. I believe that I'm not trying to change anybody. I'm not trying to change adults. I'm not trying to change anyone. I'm trying to, I'm accomplishing. Let's get it right. I am accomplishing those dreams. But you remember, there will be people who will try to make their lives and their dreams priority over your baby and your dreams. And don't let people do that. That's not an option. You need to also realize haters smile and they have your last name and they sit really close to you. If they're a hater, don't make them a priority. If they want to sit in life and with a, a, a insanity mindset of doing the same thing for 40 years and not getting anywhere and getting very frustrated and angry and, and, and hateful because you offer suggestions, they see your movement. Uh, they want to help you in certain places, hoping that you collapse and fall, or they try to help you in certain places so that they can pull the rug back, thinking that you're not going to accomplish it. Some people are doers and some people are sayers. We are doers. It took us a long time to get on the road to the journey where we're going. Everything has its purpose. Everything in our lives we've been through has had its purpose. And now we're on the upcline. You know why we're on the upcline or, or moving uphill? It's because we made decisions according to what we were told spiritually to how to make those decisions. We're good people. We have good character. People who do it dirty, people who do things on top of other people's heads to accomplish will always crumble down to the bottom. You take one step in front of you, one day at a time, one prayer at a time, keep fighting. We get there. I'm starting to see progress. I did not think I would see progress. And I think people and haters said they saw progress to hoping that I would be discouraged and stop. This is only the beginning for me. So to you, if you are a go-getter and the naysayers are really close to you, Focus on things that make you happy because they're, they damn sure are going to focus on things that make them happy. They're going to go do what they want to do. They're going to say what they want to say. They're going to drive where they want to drive, go hang out with the same people. You're the one that's trying to say, okay, I'm waiting on you. We're not waiting on them anymore. Our happiness cannot wait. Time is moving. We have, we have been fighting to get to where we are. Make your business and you a priority over everybody and everything but God. Period. If you have a disabled parent or child, you make accommodations, but still put you in the mix. Put your goals out there in the center of what you're trying to do. That's the main organ to who you are. Your happiness, if you want to go somewhere and do things and accomplish things, God goes with you. You're never by yourself. And those haters, you don't want them to go nowhere. Those naysayers, they don't deserve to go. Some people who act like their shoe, shot, shoe size and not their age, they can't go no way. They get there and wouldn't know what to do. They will make you miserable. Leave them where they are. Leave them where they are. God will align you with other people who think like you do and enjoy things in life like you do and have the capacity that you have, not those naysayers and haters. You're the final decision maker when it comes to your business and your life. If you have a plan that in this particular time frame, I'm going to do something else or whatever your big plan is, accept that. It's okay. And you know I'm talking to me too, right? <laughs> it's okay. You deserve, you've worked for it and you deserve it. This is the thing we never talk about. We never talk about in life, especially growing up, the good outcomes of, of fighting and working hard. The outcome that you get to have the business that you want. You drive the car that you want. You live where you want to live. You travel. You get to do the ultimate thing that you've always wanted to do. You wanted to be the um, volunteer 
or the nonprofit uh, executive or whatever it is that you want to do in life. We don't talk about enough if you fight hard that it will come to pass. All you ever hear is how to get, if you fail, what will happen when you fail? What? No. I can't, I won't. All I want to do is stay here and I don't want to, that's bull. I'm here to tell you that if you work hard for it and you pray through it and you believe it, it can happen. It will happen. And don't let other other people tell you that you can't or you won't. Well, it, I tried and it didn't work for me, but you'll be all right. No, 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 ma'am. Uh-uh. It's coming. It's going to happen. I already see it. God told me. But you got to realize that's my God you're talking to. You're talking to a disgruntled hater. Who, who gave up early and wants the world to pay for it. It's not my problem nor my fault. If you give up and you don't have the guts to restart and try it again, don't don't bring your whining butt over here trying to discourage me because that's what they're going to do. They're going to come to you and try to discourage you and tell you, oh, you know, it, it, I mean, at least you did this. At least you tried to do this. At least if, according to Mo, I've had it with all of that. I've had it with that. I'm on the end of my strategic plan for the year. Next year, I pray day by day, I will be on the path where I need to be on the next level. And I never, I've never been to this level before, but oh, I'm ready. I got everything I need. And I don't think this world's ready. Just saying. I don't think they're ready because I refuse to give up. I don't want to speak negative anymore, and you won't either. You're going to speak positive. Even if you don't open your mouth and your head and heart, you will speak positively positively about what you're going to do and what's going to happen. One of the big changes for me was that I started to see progress because I moved smoke, naysayers, negative talkers, ignorant folks, uh, small-minded people out of the way. I decided that God gave me my own personal dream. Just like he gives everybody their own personal dream. If it does not come to pass, it's my own fault. You know why? Because I didn't fight for it. I didn't believe in it. I wasn't dedicated to it. So when people ask you in your circle to do certain things and you say, oh no, I got something I need to be doing, they're not going to like it, but they'll get over it. And if they don't, that's fine too. But just know your baby, your business, your life, your dreams, your goals are priority over nobody other than God over everybody else adult children are adults let's take the children out of it you my child but you're an adult let them do what they do let them figure it out text me and I'll talk to you but I'm not going to talk to you on an 8 day conversation about something I told you about when I have 99 other things that are positive priority for me we have to make those decisions especially for for being a mom or being women or being the, the primary caregiver or the person that raised your children. Love does not change. Respect has to be there. But if I respect your time, I expect you to respect mine. Bottom line. Bottom line. So, ultimately, make yourself a priority. Congratulations to your business. Congratulations to you and your success. Even if it's not a business, if it's an author or whatever your goal was and you hit the point, congratulations, celebrate it. And don't take those wet blankets with you to celebrate. Who needs a blanket now? Anyway, it's 109 in Texas. <laughs> but remember, if you see that they're a hater, Nothing they say should be priority over anything that you think about you and your goals and your journey. Ultimately, stay positive. You're doing great. Stay focused. Those naysayers, those haters, especially ones that sit close, will get they'll get dropped off and shaken off eventually. And there's not too much you'll have to do except for stay focused on your journey. Thank you for listening. This is The Real Mo Show, and I'm yours truly, Mo. And remember, there's always room for Mo. Welcome to The Real Mo Show, and I'm yours truly, 
Mo. Have you thought or wondered if you've changed since COVID, since Black Lives Matter, since the mass killings, mass shootings, since the protests, since virus, vaccines, and all of this that's going on. I really believe that you have to change with all that's going on. One thing that I've discovered about myself is that I have changed. I don't laugh as often. I'm on defense constantly. Primarily because when I'm actually in the communities around me, they're no longer the same. Um, The community where I lived um, actually was a community of smiles, good mornings, how are you? People picked up the trash. The entire world just doesn't care. But I struggle with remaining the best part of me, which is the comedian, sense of humor that loves to smile, motivates, encourages, and encourages others, pray with people, and 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 that's me um, at the core of who I of who I am. I believe by being who I am at this point, after everything that's happened and happening, I mean between the blizzard in Texas where I am to the extreme heat. The Bible says all of this stuff is going to happen, right? And you don't have to be a spiritual person or religious person for this statement, but you've heard, I'm quite sure you have, if you haven't, I'm saying it now, that when trouble happens, when it gets closer to the end of life or the end of the world, these things will be constant. Like we can never tell the seasons apart and You know, parents are against children and children are killing parents and parents are killing kids and it's just a whole lot going on. But I've ultimately, I think, lost the original me that I'll never get back. I truly believe that each day we're someone different, a different version of the person the day before. I think we have to be. I believe that um, because of all the things that are going on, you have to put on armor. For me, armor is prayer. Um, I'm a believer of certain, you know, universe and spiritual things that are strengths and uh, the ultimate battles are not ours. They're God's, in my opinion. And this is just simply my opinion. However, I'm sad in a lot of places that I just realized is because I'm no longer who I loved at, before COVID. I'm not. Uh, the person I loved before COVID, I was struggling, but I was dragging my feet professionally. Um, I was really sitting up under the wings of corporate America, which I no longer do. I am one of the uh, professionals that makes corporate America successful. Um, I discovered that um, during the COVID times and it's still COVID time. Um, I think but one thing I, I lost was I would go out once a week and I would dance. I've always been pretty much a loner in majority of my life um, because I don't like being mistreated. Um, I get to a point where I forgive so much and get to a point where, okay, enough's enough. Um, That seems to be where I am in a lot of ways. Um, Not being who I'm familiar with, I'm the new version of me. And like I said, every day, we're a new version of who we were the day before, in my opinion. One thing for me is I'm a big jokester. I like to laugh. I can be goofy. I'm a dancer. Um, I'm usually the life of the party. But how are you the life of the party and doing something that you love when there's really two things? People are not living their lives and there's no party. People say, well, hey, you got to keep living through all of this. You do. But... I believe with so much going on, you just, we're all just pushing through the best that we can. But sadly for me, I find myself having moments of sadness because I'm no longer that Mo. 
the mo how do I get the mo back? I have some things that I do that could possibly help you if you're dealing with the same situation is allow yourself to feel what you feel. That's big for me. That's something I always talk about in mind shift mentoring. Allow yourself to feel what you feel because if you try to pretend or ignore how you feel, it won't be addressed. I mean, that's in that the core to family secrets, not addressing the issue um, It's you have to address the issue. I don't think we have any other choice but to address the issues in front of us. One thing I don't do is I don't spend a lot of time in front of social media. You'll see me do some, drop some um, content or I'll schedule it out to where it drops and I'm not even looking at it in various different platforms. Um, and also, I try not to personalize people's opinion about me or something that I'm doing um, because I don't have a family relationship and it's not intentional, but I have to put me and how I feel first. And um, a lot of people in my life at the moment, because of how I felt prior to COVID, um, became accustomed to me uh, enduring what they were putting out and the negativity, the belittlement, the hateful comments, the, the brutal comments, the disregard, the shunning, the rejection. That has been all around me, both on my spouse's side or former spouse's side and my former spouse's side and my family because I spent so much time forcing myself in situations that just were not good for me so that I wouldn't be alone. I think during COVID, I preferred to be alone, which I wasn't. Um, And as a result of that, I'm finding myself digging my way back out of all the residue that stuck to me as a result of everything we've been going through. Have I talked to anybody to address these concerns? I have not. Um, I've actually taken on the podcasting and having a conversation or just talking about feelings and emotions emotions and different topics because I don't want to present how I feel to people who will use it against me, take advantage of it, who don't deserve to know my true feelings because honestly, I don't give a damn about theirs. I don't because of the engagement for many years that we've had. Prime example, um, on my wedding day, I had a stepson say, I only want pictures of me and my dad. I don't want any other pictures. That took me somewhere. That really took me somewhere. So you have to understand that it was a long time before I got married again. Um, And a long, long time. So these are adult children. And there's a lot of engaging that is unhealthy for me. Um, There's a lot of catering that uh, it happens that I refuse to do. Um, A lot of people um, believe that once you marry someone, the children and family becomes yours. I'm not a believer of that. I think we all have to earn the right to be a part of each other's lives. And some of us, not a lot of us, will not earn that right, nor will be invited to that. I'm not a false or fake person, and a lot of people are. Um, I think because I've actually grown up in an environment where um, I really know me and I like me. Um, prior to COVID, I was struggling with liking me, uh, loving me. At this point now, we've been through some years, um, and I, all the things that are happening are like, it's like black rain to me. Um, anywhere from where you live, you know, you pay more money where you live to have a nicer environment, but because it's the, the rent has gone so extreme. You have to be careful where you move. Then you have everybody who smokes marijuana and a, a weed, want to smoke it in their houses. And, you know, with me being a, a survivor, a, a lot of things do really trigger and irritate migraines and things for me. 
nobody just nobody gives a damn i mean and i think as a result of that when it started with covid it pushed me the direction of the old me who used to be do not approach me um i can mean mug eye to eye you know i'm a registered person on purpose before covid i focused on how can i do nonprofits um you know how can I become tougher where I don't um, let people reject people's rejections destroy me? But at this point, uh, it's been some years now since COVID and COVID is still here. Now we got monkeypox and all this stuff. All what's going on has really made me, I can't say bitter, but on defense. Um, before I was on defense, but I still had the core of who I am exposed. Smile a lot, uh, laugh, goofy, make crazy videos when it rains I'm outside, when it's snowing, I'm in the snow with the kids. I I no longer can be her. Um, and, and it's very disappointing for me. I think being this Mo who does not tolerate rejection and hurt and belittlement and negativity and isolate. I don't tolerate any of that. As a result, a lot of people have backed up, which probably should not have been around me anyway. I'm just going to be honest. Um, a lot of me, um, I feel sad sometimes where there's, um, you know, why did I finally get married and got a family of people who just don't care. Like prime example, uh, as a musician, um, as a manager, I manage bands. Um, I'm good at managing. That's something God called me to. Um, that's something that I enjoy doing and something, and it's not a power thing. It's a decision thing. Um, I think a lot of people think it's a power thing, but if you want your business to move smoothly, you have to have someone to manage me. That's me. But I take a lot of shit from people and a lot of pitching and a lot of negativity and a lot of blame from a lot of people from so many angles. Um, I can handle it, but as a result of handling it, once business is over, it's not personal. So I have a personal life. It's just very guarded and my circle is very, very small. I prefer it that way. Um, one of the most disappointing things as a result of who I've become, as a result of going through the things that we're going through, has really pushed me away from people who do not have a purpose or time wasters. Um, one of the most difficult things and hurtful things um, with me is, is, is uh, at one time I did not know who I had become as a result of all this stuff that's going on. I'm a talker. I love talking. I love chatting. I'm a communicator. I'm a connector. Uh, and it's natural for me. I've gotten to a point where privately and personally, I don't talk a lot because a lot of people aren't listening and that's wasted energy and time. And people that I'm talking to don't deserve to know what's going on with me. And a lot of people that I, that try to engage with me are not on my social level. They're not on my spiritual level. They're just not on my level. So if that's the case, not to say something wrong with their level, that's them. But my level where God has me is not on the same level with people that are asking me all these questions. Prime example, I have so many people that have suggestions. They do little little cheap likes on social media when I say something. But if I would focus on those people and what they thought about what God has brought me to, I would never I would never get to where I'm going. So that's one of the positive things I think has happened since COVID is that I'm more determined than I've ever been to get to where I'm going. And people tell you people are going to fall off. And I didn't believe how many people would fall off. I didn't realize how many people were trying to hang on to me because they never supported me, never in anything. I was always the one single chick, you know, out on Friday and Saturday night. We always saw her. I always drove by myself. I left by myself. You know, I never really had any dates with people because it was a waste of time. And, you know, if you don't, if you make me feel 
like um, I'm giving you permission to abuse me verbally or whatever. I de- I dealt with that. So what I would do is just me and God on Sundays. Um, I would do the things that I enjoyed in the group, which was Zumba. I was teaching Zumba classes. Um, I was taking online classes, which I'm still doing. I, I, I did the things I loved, but I asked God to surround me, protect me, uh, keep me safe, but also allow me to grow. Well, I forgot about God snipping the uh, connections that I had, uh, and it turned out to be my kids, uh, my parents, my sisters, um, which I really didn't have a great relationship anyway, my my spouse and him and his kids, um, fake professional people, um, sorority groups. God actually moved me to grow me. I have never been as proud of myself as I am now. But there's really no one to celebrate with and there's no way to go and celebrate because of all what's going on. Do you really want to go to a restaurant and sit down and not be served or called out your name or uh, or encounter somebody having shooting, um, a shootout or... Um, do you really want to go to the mall and treat yourself to your favorite outfit or buy yourself a gift, not feeling like you got to look behind you the entire time because you don't know if somebody's walking up. If you go to church, um, I actually enjoy physically going to church. I, I was very active in church. It meant a lot. Now I can't do that. So I feel like everything has been pulled away uh, from me. I think God's calling me up to lead something. I don't know what it is, but I do uh, own it. Um, I'm going to be thankful for it before I even encounter it. Um, Speaking engagements. um, I have mentoring groups that uh, initially it was three people. Now there's many people that want to be a part. I don't know what their intentions are, but they act as if they do want to be a part of my group mentoring. Uh, Group mentoring is a mind shift conversation. So for me is since COVID, I'm a totally different person. And I'm quite sure you are too. Losing somebody to COVID, I have several, several people. Um, I was blessed. I had COVID twice and I'm still here. So I'm thankful, but I'm not the same me. I'm different. Um, How do you accept? You look in the mirror sometimes and I feel like I don't even know who this person is. And it's like a lost feeling. And ultimately, I just wanted to say that you're not the only one going through it, but focus on how you feel. Be honest with yourself. I do journal. At this point, journaling is really not helping me. I don't have the desire to journal. Um... I don't watch news. I actually watch old 70s movies. That's me. I love the old 70s stuff, right? Um, I think that's just the core of who I am. I love 70s music. 70s speaks to me. <laughs> but I know that since COVID happened, I'm no longer I'm no longer the mo that I used to be. Um, I am honestly trying to find out who that mo is. That's why I created Mind Shift Mentoring. Because we figure it out together. Um, What I do is the things I use, I document and see if they work for me. If they do, then I share that information. So one of the things that I want you to do is to truly take a look at your life prior to COVID and now. And look at the things that have changed for the better. Things that have changed for the better. Not all the negativity. We know all the negativity is out there. Um, if you feel that you need to get more help than just the conversation, get help. If you think that you haven't figured out, it's one, I saw one commercial called Better Help for online counseling. Try it. See if it works. I'm going to try it and see if it works. I need to figure out how to forgive people that have hurt me in the last five years or so. I have not forgiven those people. I don't think I have it in me to do that. It's for me. Now, I think in a sense 
I've forgiven, but I have not forgotten. Every single day, it just doesn't make sense. But I don't think anything in life at this point, 2022, started 2020, makes no sense to me. None of it makes sense to me. Killing kids and, um, you know, creating a new vaccine because so you, you got created a new disease and no hardly no food and, a, you know, everything's changed. I'm going to value it one day at a time. I'm going to live one day at a time, but I'm struggling with the nice, the the mode I used to be that was so vibrant and smiling and motivated and excited and loved connecting. And I'm a people connector. Now I find myself um, isolated or not isolated, but focused more on business versus personal because business is growing my business life is is actually moving forward because that energy that I placed on my personal life, I'm not placing it there anymore. Um, it has, you have to have a balance. A balance is required. How do you get the balance? That's an amazing question. And I think the answer is to truly learn this new person that you've become. Um, I'm trying to learn Mo. This is a different mode. Sometimes I always go to nightclubs and dance, but since COVID is still here, I don't. Um, I don't want to be up on anybody. I feel some type of way, kind of like, um, you know, kind of like I have some type of phobia where, oh my God, you know, I feel that way when I go out. Uh, when I go to a restaurant, uh, I'll do a drive-through before I actually sit in an actual restaurant because I feel like, if my back is to the exit, maybe somebody will come in and start shooting. I just think it's just a whole lot that needs to be sorted out so that I can become the mo that I enjoy. This mo, I don't want to go to barbecues. I don't. I just don't want to go. One thing I know is that my family and people around me and people aligned with me through marriage have never apologized to me. And I can't wait on that apology because honestly, I don't think I would accept it. But I honestly do not want to be a part of anything that they do. I believe it's very important to be honest with yourself and to also realize that if you're getting hurt emotionally, belittled or whatever, those people do not deserve your time. I did pray for people that align with me both personally and professionally that can be brand new move me to the next level so i don't know how long this will take <laughs> or if it'll ever happen because i'm not a spring chicken <laughs> ain't no dead duck either right <laughs> but i don't know this mo this mo is a go-getter that i know she's going after business everything. Right now I'm working on speaking engagements. I want to do speak, speak my way to cash. That's what I'm working on. That's, I I want, I have a a blessed with a vehicle. I have everything I need in life. I'm blessed, but my goals and the things that make me happy and make me smile, they don't exist right now. Business stuff. Oh yeah. It's moving. I'm excited. I'm tired. I'm trying to figure it out. It's overwhelming, but I'm still moving. I'm st- and it's all me because there's no one engaging, really engaging in it. No one's really cares. No one really is interested. So what? So what? But I, it's hard to accept the fact that the people that were close to you were supposed to be the cheerleaders, and they're not. Um, there are people that say they would cheerlead. I've seen a couple of people actually cheerlead that I cheerlead. Don't know them from Adam. They don't know me, but do you really need to know them? Nah, not really. I think the universe aligns us for for certain purposes. Um, So I just wanted to express that I'm not the only one relearning who I am. You have to relearn who you are. You have to take it day by day. Um, If journaling works for you, great. Journaling doesn't work for me right now. Every, every season will be different. Every day to me is totally different. There's not a day that's the same. If you're blessed today, figure out what you want to do with that day, what you can do, and realize that as a human being, you're going to have bad days. I don't know this mo. Um, I know this mo professionally. Uh, mind shift, mentoring are the things and the tools that I use to keep myself sane, 
things that I've used to grow myself professionally, things that I've used to sustain some horrible, horrible life events, um, and some, some practices like I don't watch news before I go to bed. I don't spend more than four hours a day on social media, four hours a day in total. Um, I talk to people that encourage me at least once a day. Very few. I have maybe one person that I kind of like to have short conversations, but that short conversation goes weeks and a long way with me. And it really encourages me. Um, the people that you want to be in your circle, wanting and them being available for you and being positive, they don't have to be there. Let them go. Get to know you. Take your time getting to know you. Um, I do also feel like I'm running out of time in a lot of ways. Um, I'm, I know I'm not the only one. I'm not a late bloomer. I just had my children early and had to become an adult early. And I was doing it with God and me solo. Um, as a result, uh, my children have chosen a lifestyle that I, is not my lifestyle. Um, as adults, they're not children. They're my adult children. I let them do what they do. Um, I was hoping that what I married into would be pure love for me. It's not. I just happen to be a tag along in a lot of uh, things that are happening in their personal life, in their lives, because I happen to marry their dad or brothers or, you know, whatever. I'm not a choice. I think that the lifestyle that I did not want to participate in, a lot of relatives on both sides participate, and I don't want to be a part. That also keeps me separated, but that also keeps me in line with God. And that's the thing that a lot of people um, feel like I think I'm better than or I separate myself because the reality is I do. I don't want to be aligned with those that will pull me away from what God has for me and wants for me and can show me. And I don't want to be pulled from that. But there's also a time of solitude and time when you got to sit while God's staring the pot and the rest of the world for you. Um, you you got to sit and uh, get to know this person that you are. Um, and I have not forgotten about what I used to do. I would love to get back to enjoying life. I would pray that those moments will come back for me to enjoy life. Right now, I'm not. Right now, I'm really focusing on business and entrepreneurship and writing. And and I like the things that I'm doing, but do I love them? Not really. The things that I love are simple. Laughing, smiling, talking, dancing, being goofy, listening to music, getting dressed up, putting on my heels and my hat. Those days, Mike, they've gone away from me. Um, I'm well over 50. I don't know when time will be over for me. I don't want to focus on my expiration date. I'd rather focus on my dash because that's my life in the middle. Um, I'm, along with you, going to try to discover who I am now uh, instead of missing the mode that I used to be. Uh, This mode is straight business because I think that's a way that I'm guarding my heart personally and not allowing myself to fall apart anymore because of people and how people uh, treat me or the things people say and do. If you cross the line, you cross the line with me. That's the bottom line. That's the reality of it. Um, A lot of people are not like that, nor do they have to be. But for me, um, I'm in solitude. I think I'm, I'm, I believe I'm going to sit and wait on God and um, get to know who I am now. I suggest you do the same thing. Get to know who you are now and uh, allow yourself to enjoy the things that you enjoy as best you can. This environment is chaos right now uh, at its most. I hope something that I've said today would actually allow spark something in you to fall in love with you again and, and enjoy things in life the best that you can. Realize you're not the only one in confusion trying to figure out what's going on um, in our lives since we've dealt dealing with all of this. Um, I think you should try to be as positive as you can, uh, as honest with yourself as you can. And if you're in 
isolation. You're not in isolation. You're in solitude. You're you're regrouping. You're um, getting rid of all the negative energy and bringing in the good stuff and reinventing who you are. I hope something that I've said has actually um, sparked something in you. I want you to discover who you are now. Don't compare who you are now to who you used to be. You're only going to get better. Thank you for listening to The Mo Show. And I'm yours truly, Mo. And remember, there's always room for Mo.